Alrighty, welcome everybody to our very first Ashes of Creation podcast, what we're kind of tentatively calling All Talk, All Ashes, episode one. Um, we're going to kind of dig into some of the caravan and PvP updates. Um, we're, we're really excited. Uh, I'm joined by my brother Subjective. I am Ferenci. Um, and we're really just going to be kind of, I don't know, just two guys talking about an MMO they're really excited about. Um, so we're just going to kick things off and really dive right in. Thought it might be good kind of just to introduce ourselves a little bit, give a little bit of our background. That way you as the listener can kind of get an understanding of, you know, who we are, where we're coming from. Um, bigger sub, I'd kick it off with you if you want to give us maybe some some background. Who are you? Like, what do you, what do you like for gaming? Where's your background come from? Hey, I'm Subjective. Um, I've been playing MMOs for over 20 years. Played a lot of WoW. Played a lot of everything, and I am really looking forward to Ashes of Creation and getting into this podcast to talk more about what I think about the game in the future. Yeah, and and for me, like I've been gaming. I'm <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties now. I've been gaming since I was three years old. Um, so literally been gaming my whole life. Um, really big into like FPS games. Um, I've got way too many hours in games like Daisy. Uh, Escape from Tarkov right now is a really big game for me. Um, but you know, I have a big love of FPS RPGs. So, you know, MMOs have always kind of been like a background thing for me, um, which will kind of lead us into our next like little bit here where we talk about some of our background MMOs. Um, so I know you are like, you're much more like (laughs) the MMO guy, like the experienced veteran, like what's kind of like your background with MMOs in general. So yeah, I started with Dark Age of Camelot back in 2001, which I know is forever now 23 years ago and i played i played that till wow came out which is world of warcraft for those who don't know right um and i played on a server called mordred and it was a free-for-all pvp server and it was one of the best pvp mmos to this day it still is one of the best and i played 10,000 plus hours of WoW. I've dabbled Ooh. into other MMOs, Guild Wars 2. I've tried them all. Some of them stuck, some of them didn't. But WoW has been my my baby, I guess, for like 19 years now. I'm kind of not really into it anymore. So I'm kind of looking for the next thing, which is, of course, Ashes of Creation. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the hope. Yeah, you're definitely like, of our dynamic, you're like the, the veteran. Like, you've just got like like thousands of hours probably in world of warcraft i would say um i'm much more i think like i've played a ton of mmos probably like some that a lot of people haven't ever heard of like world war ii online (laughs) um games like that so i'm i'm much more like i look at myself as like trying to find that perfect mmo like i've played so many like star wars galaxy city of heroes um, i have played world of warcraft but not anywhere near to the level you have so like for me, I've been kind of like, I always feel like I'm like looking for like the perfect MMO, but I can never just find um, like all the right pieces to come together. And I, I kind of feel like Ashes, at least I'm hoping Ashes is going to be that that MMO. Um, and that, that kind of leads us into our, you know, like what is it about like Ashes specifically that like kind of interests you? Well, WoW is a theme park MMO and a theme park MMO is kind of like on rails, like you know, you're, you're thrown objectives and, you know, you do them, you grind your gear, blah, 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 blah. But Ashes looks to be a mix of, you know, 
you know, the gear grind and the sandboxiness to it, which is like the player grind where, you know, players run part of the game. Like they can right. build their own cities, they can trade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's way deeper than WoW in terms of structures. And I have always preferred sandbox MMOs, but the biggest problem with sandbox MMOs is the players it's really hard to balance a sandbox MMO. No, yeah, it is. When you give players a lot of tools, they're going to go crazy with it. And, you know, you have all these issues you can get into. But we're not here to talk about issues. We're talking. We're here to talk about why Ashes looks so good. And it looks good to me just because the devs are really open. And, you know, all their streams are just look excellent. No, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely right there with you. I'm, you know, Ashes is like... Definitely of my like dream type MMO, um, almost like entirely like player driven economy. Um, you know, we're talking about very sandbox where you can like kind of put down your plot of land, like in a lot of different areas. So like for me, that's like what I think interests me the most about Ashes is like, even though I, I love like PVP, you know, and MMOs and stuff like that, I, I think like over the years I've grown to appreciate like um just like mmos that do have like a really deep economy and crafting system because to me that really kind of like drives like everything else like if you have a good economy that you can you can dig into a lot of different other areas you know, within mmo that are they're gonna make it even better like if you have a good economy that can make cool things happen in pvp so that that's why i'm really excited and i, and I totally agree with you like ashes is like you know the devs like especially like been on a tear lately just like every developer update seems to be like really in depth and transparent so i'm i'm just Kind of excited about like um dig it in and and that's kind of like our our goal here with like this podcast uh like two two brothers just kind of excited for an mmo talking about it um you know a lot of the game is still in development there's going to be a lot of different things that are going to change like we'll talk about like caravans and pvp today like again we don't we don't know like how everything is going to work out there's going to be a lot of changes and balancing um, obviously there's an alpha two hopefully in quarter three that's going to be kind of hitting like a, a lot will change based on that so everything we say is really just kind of giving our thoughts our opinions um just giving some some discussion going talking about the game and kind of like what we think about mmos having you know played a lot and for a long time um i think without further ado though i think we're just kind of gonna dive in um if, if you didn't know this this episode is really focused on uh, the caravan pvp developer update that just came out um, right at the end of January 2024. So uh, the two big focuses, if you didn't get a chance to go see it, is really they were focused on like larger PvP. Um, but I think you and I would probably both agree caravan mechanics, like the caravan system, um, was kind of a big focus as well. And, and if you're not familiar, caravans basically are just kind of like, um, you know, the, the gameplay mechanic that allows vehicles to transport cargo kind of across the world. Um, and, you know, Steven Sharif, the... Uh, the lead developer, um, creative director for Ashes of Creations, um, you know, talks about basically the main thing is carrying cargo. Um, so it, it's it's kind of a cool gameplay mechanic. Um, I figure we'll just kind of like start it off like based off the developer update video. Um, like what did you kind of like? What seems interesting about this caravan mechanic to you? Well, it adds a reason just to go out there and have fun like most mmos i would say at least the ones i've played are on rails like a lot of games don't really do open objective pv or player initiated um objectives like some do but like 
I really have not seen any on this scale. I might not have played those games, so I can't really say. But when it's a player that initiates the caravan, so that, that like I said, that's a player-initiated mm-hmm. objectives, which is really cool because that gives players more control over the game, and it adds more variety because the biggest problem with MMO, at least WoW, which I played, is, you know, the, the, the devs give you the objectives and then you just go out there and do them. Whereas if a player starts an objective, you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to happen. It, it kind of like makes it more interesting because it's, it's like unpredictable. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree. Like I, I've always, I think you've kind of always known like with me, like I've always had like a hard time with like, uh, an MMO that's like on rails, like a theme park MMO, I get really like disillusioned really quickly. Like, oh, like this quest is just kind of like pointless. Like, or like, you know, if you're remaking like a character, then it's just like, well, it's literally just doing the exact same thing I did. Um, you know, gathering that Westfall stew or whatever. That just seems kind of pointless. So like, I feel like something like this that is purely like kind of player created, right the player has to make the caravan they have to transport the goods right there's a purpose for it like to me like that's a lot more interesting because it's it is like it's dynamic right it's not fixed it's it's based on like what players want to do versus what um you know what the developers want you to do yeah and overall i think that's better for the health of a game because you just get to look to look at games like like roblox or you know fort fortnite creative mode like those are all player created things and they are very popular and i think when you add a system where players can somewhat control what's going on in the game it gives them not only does it give them more content but it just gives them more like that that sense of freedom just is more fun yeah i mean i think player like player agency is massive like you know you mentioned like fortnite and stuff like that one when people get to like create something like it you know it's a bigger investment in the game like you know whether it's like creating a guild or whether in this case maybe it's creating like a caravan or being part of the economy like you feel much more invested because it wasn't just like some random npc quest that doesn't really mean anything it's like no this this matters because like this is you know in the case of caravans it's like these are my my goods on the line these are my um you know these are my my money on the line um so to me like that adds a lot more which that that was probably the thing i think i'm most interested in and what i kind of like the most just because it's it's really all about like your investment it's it's not like some outside force trying to tell you this is important it's like your stuff it, it really matters yes you you the player get to choose and that's the great thing about it you get to choose where you're going you drive the caravan these are all unknowns and it's not on rails and that's what makes it so interesting yeah i think anytime there's like a level of like unknown too is this isn't a fixed route this isn't a fixed thing like that that makes a lot interesting um maybe this will kind of lead into you know kind of follow up like what are i know i know we we talked a little bit beforehand like um you know prior to recording like we we definitely have i think some concerns like um, and again, our goal is not to be like negative um, ever. Like we just want to give feedback, constructive feedback. Um, like what are like maybe some of your areas of like concern with like a mechanic like caravans? Well, my biggest concern is obviously Zergen. And yeah. this 
I understand that this is a huge problem for a lot of games with this kind of theme. You can just look at games like Rust or I don't know if anyone played the MMO Atlas or yeah. <laughs> any kind of open world survival player built thing. People will want to use just outright numbers to dominate that yeah. that segment of the game or the whole game itself. And that is a huge problem for games like this. Yeah. But it but it's not unfixable it's just the problem is is how do you balance small guilds from large ones and how do you how do we help the devs make it the best it can be is basically the biggest concern i mean every game has its problems every game has things you might not like but like we want to give feedback to Ashes because we are really excited for it. So I just, the biggest problem is Zergen. I just, I really don't know how they could fix that. Yeah. Um, like, and so <laughs> like I've played a lot of, um, not that these are necessarily MMOs, but like, you know, games like Ark, um, maybe they're on like hundred player server, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like the same problem. It's like, there's a massive, <laughs> and not even like, you know, Zergen, which I think is a major issue, especially if this is kind of like a true open world sandbox MMO. But even like, you know, players will do <laughs> anything they can to like gain an advantage, um, whether that's like through exploit or whether that's just through like sheer determination. Like, you know, I have memories from Ark of like, you know, raiding a base and we had a guy that would just like, he would spend hours just like trying to get into a base and it all it took after hours and hours is just that one little like you know like exploit or like one little area where they forgot to put a turret to defend their base and like so i, I kind of agree like that's my issue is just you know because i've always preferred to play like in a smaller guild too so like i just want to like how how is it going to be balanced to where you know smaller guild can you know participate too and like still maybe not have as much of an impact right if you're a bigger guild you're going to be able to do more but like as a smaller guild how can you participate and still like be a part of the economy and do caravans without just getting like immediately served by by massive guilds so i i don't know i don't know the answer to it personally it's it's a very tough question with not any good answers let's be real like some ideas I could come up with is just outright not rewarding big guilds for Zerg and small guilds, but then mm. they'll be like, well, that's too much interference. I mean, it's a can of worms that is so big, but it's also so critical. Like, there are answers for this, but they are all very difficult answers that not everyone's going to like. Yeah. I I'm, promise you that. I think it's going to be like, like I said, it's, it's going to have to rely like on feedback from devs and uh community you know it's just going to be like one of those things they're gonna have to tweak like i think the worst thing and i, <laughs> I learned this from atlas was <laughs> just like if it's just purely like free roam like pure chaos like the worst is going to happen like in atlas it was like there was these massive guilds and like alliances and they just literally dominated everything and if you were a small guild or group you had no chance so like there's going to have to be like some mechanics. I think I mentioned to you, like maybe it's like a mission system where, you know, you start a caravan and it's a mission and like people can opt in and maybe like, 
you know, once you kind of opt in, then people can like, I don't know, there's like a bounty board where people can kind of like, that's how they engage. Like, I don't know, there's, there's, you know, there's upsides and downsides. It's, it's not going to be perfect. Um, but it's just something that, that I think as long as they're actively acknowledging it and like thinking about it, then I, I think it'll be okay. It's just one of those things that it's definitely going to take a lot of <laughs> like time and testing to kind of like figure out. Yeah, this is one thing Alpha Two is definitely gonna show us is like, like how 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 are the players going to break this system? Because you know, that's what happens when you get a lot of people playing a game is just like, you know, internal testing and find this, and then all of a sudden you you open the floodgates and woo wee, they break everything. They will use anything to their advantage. Yeah, and and I think this kind of leads into like our next like that we wanted to talk about caravans which is like risk versus reward um steven mentioned it on on the um the dev update the stream like you know like the the purpose of these caravans is like essentially that you can carry a lot more cargo versus if you were just to like carry it like say in a backpack from point a to point b and so like I, i'm kind of curious like like how like because i think that's such like a fine-tuned thing like you know, playing a lot of like PvP games, playing a lot of like extraction shooters, like people will like go out of their way to avoid risk and like losing things. So like I'm curious like how how they're gonna like the reward has to be big enough for caravans to like engage in them. If if it's not, then it's just gonna end up being a feature that's like underrealized or or like maybe like you have to use caravans to transport goods. So I'm kind of curious like that risk versus reward how that's all going to kind of play out. Yeah, and then you got the you could say the same thing for like in terms of risk like how are players going to use the world to their advantage like they said they could be spies in other guilds, you know, maybe certain infrastructure is not built and maybe said infrastructure could be destroyed. Like, like you got to give people good incentives to go through all this hassle at the same time as, you know, at the same time as giving people who want to fight back and like go after the camera. It's got to be good for both sides. Otherwise it will just kind of, it'll struggle basically. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. Like, risk is like a big part of it. Like, if you can just like attack a caravan without any risk, um, beyond maybe just like dying, and maybe there's like downsides to dying, but um, like there has to be like some risk because otherwise, I think like people are just gonna go out and raid like every single caravan because like oh, you know, worst case you just die, maybe you lose a little bit of durability on your weapons, your gear, whatever. But like, if there's some like risk component to it, then that to me that makes it a lot more engaging. That's why I love games like Tarkov because like. There is a risk, right? Whatever gear you take out there, you can lose, right? And that and that could be a big deal. So like having some way to make it like even though like we always want to think about like, oh, like reward reward, but there has to be like a risk too to like attacking caravans. So I'm I'm curious to see like how that's gonna all play out. And um another thing that I'm kinda interested in is like how like how big caravans will kind of be in the economy. Like I think you know, like I'm all in on like invested like on a player player run economy so i'm i'm curious if like if caravans are going to be like a big part of that like um because i mean like we've played games like foxhole too which are like it's all about logistics like setting up logistics so i'm curious if like if it'll be that much of an impact or or can you kind of like you know like in wow like you just 
you know, you run around, you pick flowers, you, you're an herbalist. It's like, or do you really have to kind of like rely on these caravans to transport goods and things like that across like, you know, the continent, like, and kind of how that will play into like the whole game. It's sounding like that gathering is a huge part of the game from what we know. And caravans are very important for transporting large amounts of goods larger distances because your player can only hold so much so i don't like for a sandbox mmo it doesn't really make much sense to it, it sounds like like a lot of systems have to be intertwined right like yeah. in wow it's very simple you pick herbalism and you go with like alchemy or inscription whereas in a sandbox mmo you might want you you want more people spread out across things so you can support each other whereas right. in wow it's more like more tailored to you but i guess wow is expanding that in time where you can now benefit from other people having different pr professions but in a sandbox mmo especially with building and all that other things it's really it's got to be more connected together yeah what i'm saying and i, I think it will be because like if I'm remembering correctly, like, there's going to be like, I think you can only reach like grandmaster and like two professions. So like, like you only truly be able to reach kind of like the pinnacle of like two professions, I think some, something like that. And so like, there is going to be, I think I'm, at least I'm hoping there's going to be that interconnectedness because I think what makes like an economy for me, at least fun in an MMO, like a true player economy is like, you can't do everything. Right. So you, you have to rely on, um, you know, you have to rely on other people like to get stuff done. Like, like in Star Wars Galaxies, like I was like a master level doctor, which is, you know, a big deal because you could give out these crazy buffs, but like I couldn't do much else. Right. So like if I wanted to make the buffs, you know, I had to rely on getting, you know, ingredients from other people. Like I could only do so much. So like I think like that level of like reliance on other people to me is going to make it interesting. I, I think and I'm hoping it's going to make caravans like that much more important like okay like if i'm a grandmaster i don't know um blacksmith then like you know, I'm, i might have to rely on you know some other people to get like metal delivered to me and like like i just think like that whole element is going to be really cool like how there's going to be like like maybe your whole job in ashes of creation could just be to be like a person transporting the caravan like doing the caravan runs or like Maybe you're just a, a miner, like you're just getting the ore and you're selling it to the blacksmith. So like, I think stuff like that's going to be really cool. I, I hope caravans are going to be kind of important to that because like that logistics element, I think is really cool. I think it makes it a lot more interesting for, for me at least. Oh yeah, logistics is fun, but it's also very complicated. So yeah. it's always a fine balance and act between how dependent you want to make other players on your uh, well i guess it's more like how dependent do you want to make yourself on other players versus how much you can accomplish in the game so it's always a fine balance between those two things and it's like a lot of people like doing solo stuff and that's fine like but also like you also want to reward group play too so it's like i said it's where they really tune those levels yeah. in the long term yeah, and, and i'm always like i've always felt like for an mmo especially like <laughs> like it's an mmo like you know to me like and maybe maybe this is the wrong way of thinking about it but like 
I feel like with an MMO, you it's you know it's built on the idea that like you need to rely on others, you need to like socialize with others, right? There's a lot of social systems in place, and there definitely is in Ashens, right? We're talking about like there's like elections and mayors and stuff like that. So like, I'm I'm hoping they lean into that because like I think sometimes like in in some recent MMOs like there's been like this there's been like a focus on like oh like i can be a solo mmo player and like i guess that's like fine to a certain extent like and maybe with like specializations and like caravans and economy like yeah like maybe you can do like some stuff on your own but like my hope is like it all ties into like this bigger experience like interconnected experience between everybody it's like otherwise it's like why not just make like a like a smaller scale game why make an mmo if it's if it's not gonna like if there aren't going to be like ways that like tie into each other and like that you you're forced to socialize and rely on other people at least that's my hope i mean i agree 100 percent, but i also do think there needs to be some things you can do by yourself yeah they don't have to be like they can even be small things it's just like you know it could be anything really like if you log on and maybe i don't know you farm some materials to help upgrade the market in your note or something like just something simple even if you're not make even if you're making a small dent in it by yourself that's still that's still pretty good yeah, yeah. no I, I definitely i definitely agree like you know like whether it's just because you know like you know we're busy um like you know if i log on like i may only get a couple hours a few hours to play it's like okay, well, maybe i can just like manage my farm on my freehold and like i can do some stuff like that maybe i'm maybe i'm not doing and i, I know that was kind of a concern that we brought up too um you know in planning this was like how much time is going to be needed for caravans in the video that they did it was i think it was what like 30 minutes 40 minutes you know i'm curious to see like our caravans going to be something that like span like hours worth of gameplay if you're going say from like the north side of the continent to the south side of the continent because like that'll be that that can be really limiting or, or is it just going to be more of like in your area like your region so like that's going to be a big deal too for like how much time are people investing like what is the reward for that time Oh, I agree. Like, I I do think they will. I think them connecting certain systems could make it um, work better for long distance. So I'm pretty sure they are aware of stuff like that. I would hope. Um, but again, it's yeah. You're right. You don't want to like, like some people. I'll give you an example. Like Altrek Valley and World of Warcraft back in the day. Some games would last days. You know, some people love that, but you know. The average person not so much because they couldn't get their game over with and get their yeah. thing. So it's like, you know, you can have something drag on for a while, but I think like events maybe that you want to participate in and that are feel like, you know, you kind of want to do it and kind of need to do it shouldn't last days because then that kind of gives upper hand to people who, you know, play all the time. So it, it's like, you know, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah, I think it's like a balance, you know, like, you know, there's games like where, you know, you can invest like a couple hours and come away like satisfied. Maybe maybe like that's doing like a smaller caravan run, caravan run versus like having like bigger ones available to the people that, that do want to invest like more time into it. Um, so like, I just, I'm sure it'll be a, like a balancing thing and I'm sure they'll kind of figure it out, but it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, the next thing I, I'm really interested in this is because they did talk about how, uh, you know, for caravans, like there's going to be options for like progression, like specialization, um, which I love. Like, I think anytime you can like 
take on like a more kind of like specialized role than a game like to me that makes it like a lot more interesting so like you know there was discussion of like um you know like well you know you can off-road like in your caravan but you're going to move a lot slower so like i'll be curious to see like if there's going to be what was like is there like a off-road caravan you can build or that you can like there's a skill you can upgrade because like to me that's going to make it like way more interesting versus just like all right caravan point a to point b um and and, like getting some like customization and like some specialization i think is going to hopefully kind of make the caravan system even like a lot more cool to be to be honest (laughs) oh yeah there's yeah maybe you can make build off road wheels or something right. upgrade like a progression system in that track maybe i i don't know i mean it feels like they could just do so much with this game honestly and it's like it's kind of fun to theorize these little things maybe oh, yeah. for me it is I, I love yeah it. <laughs> it's definitely fun to theorize stuff like this but like i mean i don't know i'm, I'm kind of interested to see what they're gonna do with it and then kind of be like you know maybe you know, say my own thing and say, man, maybe this is really cool. Maybe, and I didn't think of it. And I said, maybe like, man, maybe they could do off-road wheels and they didn't do it or something like that. I think like just, I think anytime you can like customize things and like allow for different types of games, it's, it's really cool. Um, Like I know one of the things they've discussed is like naval caravans and like, you know, we are going to have like two continents. So like stuff like that in the future could be really cool. Like I loved in arc age, the like ship to ship combat. Um, and you know, arc age is probably like the closest game that I can think of for an MMO in terms of like the economy, very like player based, you know, had, had, you had to do similar things like trade runs, like with your trade packs. Um, so like if they blend stuff like that, I'm going to be really excited. Now that's probably like a long ways away, um but like i mean that could add like such an interesting like element to the game too like having to like transport stuff across content and like getting into like you know big ship battles so i'm hopeful for like stuff like that in the future too oh yeah definitely and i like i said with the the what ifs of the caravan system like i said when i mentioned the off uh, road wheels that also adds like more more randomness to the system which makes it even more fun because then you know people have to put like i said it's like if you just go on in a straight route you know it's very predictable but if you can add some ways to mix it up a little like oh a caravan could go off road and like when they showed when they went in the water instead of taking the paths on land because a bridge wasn't built that really makes it interesting yeah uh, and I know you'd kind of, we talked about a little bit, like, like there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of potential too for the system if they want to build it out. Like, um, like you'd mentioned, like, how, like how are seasons going to like potentially like, you know, what if it's like snowing, is, is, is it going to be harder to transport stuff? Or maybe like you have to like, you know, I don't know, put sleds on your, <laughs> on your caravan or like, um, you know, are they going to like offer, you know, like options to like, you know, all right, well, we know that this bridge is, like, the fastest way to get there. Like, can we destroy the bridge? Like, if if you're, you're like, kind of ambushing these caravans. And, like, can we rebuild these bridges, like, if we're on the other side to kind of, you know, things like that, I think are going to be really, like, if they decide to take it to that level, are going to be, like, it's going to become, like, its whole game kind of in itself. And so I'm 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 excited for it. Um, I don't know if you I feel like we've we definitely talked a pretty good bit about caravans here. Do you have any, like additional like thoughts or kind of like recap or of anything that you want to talk about before we kind of move on to like pvp 
Um, not really. We really have to see this uh, system going in Alpha 2 to really get a better look at it because like i said once you get into players hands then you can really see what you can do with it so yeah i mean balance is going to be in like alpha 2 is going to be really important for that like like you said like how do we prevent like zerging how do we prevent you know like ganking like stuff like that so i think alpha 2 will definitely be um big for that and, and also for pvp which is kind of like the second half of this podcast um <laughs> obviously testing is gonna be really important and like we're just going to say, um, because it was mentioned, you know, by Steven, um, during the, the developer update, like there's a lot up in the air, right? Like we don't, we don't know, like, you know, time to kill. Is it going to change? We don't know, like abilities are going to change. Classes are going to change, right? There's not a lot of balancing going on. They said right now. Um, so we're just kind of prefacing by, by saying we're, we're kind of like more just like talking about the PVP in general, like our thoughts on PVP. Um, so, Take everything with like a grain of salt. Uh, we we know like that things are going to change a lot, so we're not trying to like get into like the hardcore nitty gritty of like oh like this PvP like looked too fast or like the abilities didn't look good because like all that's going to change. Um, we're just kind of more just talking about the PvP because it, it was part of you know the developer update. They, it was caravan PvP, so you know it is it is obviously a big part of the game. Um, so I don't know, like, I figure we can just kind of like start by talking like, like, cause you, you know, long time MMO player, like, how do you view PVP? Like, what do you like? What do you dislike? Um, kind of like just on your own personal level for. Um, well, incentives obviously is number one right. for me. Um, also for PVP, it's really about engagement and fun like like it's like do i want to do this is it is is it like like it, it's like is this system fun like like frenzy was talking about ship battles could be a thing and stuff like that is like variety is yeah. also a good thing and caravans seem like one type of variety of pvp instead of just like walking around killing other players you got you got this event that players can initiate so i would like to see lots of events that players can create also i would like to see maybe um it doesn't necessarily have to be a pvp event but you know random events from pve that maybe could involve some pvp too could also be fun maybe fighting over some resources or something it's just like there's a lot you can do with pvp but like i mean you really can't get in too deep right now because the game is still definitely work in progress there's I could give a million opinions and none of it would matter because the game is changing too much too fast. So like, I feel like the devs should focus on, you know, what they're doing now, just build the game, put the systems in and then get it into players' hands. And then we will see how we see how it works. Yeah. And I would think you would agree. Like we're both like for people that are like, Oh, these, these guys, cause you know, a lot of people don't like PVP. Like I'd say we're both PVP guys right like you because that's probably like one of your big focuses right for an mmo is pvp i have yeah dark age of camelot i lived in pvp like i said i was on a free-for-all server for that <laughs> um and wow i probably have so many honorable kills they call them hks like it's like every time you kill a player you get an hk and i probably have like a couple hundred thousand in that game so pvp is definitely my jam so yeah and like i'd say even like more so for me like 
I, I've never been, I've never been really big on like PVE or like raids or like dungeons or anything like that for like any MMO. <laughs> like I, I'll do them sometimes, but I, I've just like never really invested. And I think that's part of why like a lot of MMOs I never really got into is because usually the big focus is PVE and like there's some like, I don't want to say watered down version of PVP, but like, um, you know, you know, just using World of Warcraft, which is an amazing MMO, don't get me wrong, but just, like, to me, like, PvP, like, I know there's a lot of issues with, like, world PvP and stuff like that, but, like, it's just so hard for me to, like, invest in PvP in, a, in an MMO where there's, like, you know, fair and, like, balanced teams, like, um, like a Battlegrounds, like, in World of Warcraft, because to me, that's just, that's just, like, a normal... You know, like I go fire up Overwatch and I'm playing like 5v5, you know, it's it's like it's just not the same as like the whole purpose of an MMO is to feel like you're part of like this big kind of massive world. And like, I feel like PvP gets kind of like, I don't know, watered down is the right word, but like, I, I think that's why I'm really excited for like the PvP um, in, you know, a game like Ashes, because I do think there's going to be more of an open world element to it. But again, it is kind of like the... Okay, but how do we make sure it's not like too geared towards like the big guilds and how do we make sure like smaller groups can pvp and still feel like they're accomplishing so and i think you like your point about um making it rewarding is really important um like i i can't like stand anything more like in a game like feeling like the, <laughs> the war reward just isn't like worth it or it's not valid um so i'm hoping like the economy plays a big factor and like caravans will be a part of that too and we're like Oh, like I'm I'm not just PvPing to kill people, but I'm also PvPing because like I can get a lot of good gear. Like I can take that like those those gear like that gear and like bring it back to my my freehold. And now I've got like a lot of iron or metals or whatever now that I that I gained from that PvP. So I'm I'm kind of just hoping for I guess more in depth PvP that matters and there's like a purpose to it. Yeah, and I think one one area they can expand on in sandbox and those like ashes of creation is pvpve where mm. you fight over um you know i don't know like an objective like a mine or something you know it's got like a you know ai element to it maybe um world bosses back in vanilla wow was kind of like that that was really fun i mean there's tons of things you could do with that yeah like you dark know. dark age had like kirkman you I, I play you got me to play Dark Age, but like you were definitely way more invested in it. But Dark Age had like I think it was I can't remember like if you had like certain I don't know, you captured maybe it was castles or whatever, you could get like artifacts or I can't remember like yeah. but there's some like it was like a an entire like faction wide benefit to like getting that castle or whatever artifact yeah it was something like that i don't remember the name of it but you would capture a relic and then you would have right. to hold it in a player owned keep so if the enemy faction wanted it they would have to attack a player owned keep it did have npcs defending it obviously but if you had players there they were really not much they didn't really do much so you really had to have players there too yeah. so but so i mean that is one thing you could put like a but again, it's a very de delicate balancing issue because if you give incentives like that, you know, the Zergen, the Zergers will come out in force. So, I mean, it might be more fun to fight over like ore veins or, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could have small things and large scale things. Yeah, no. Kind of like go in that direction. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, like having big and small, like, 
you know, so you can kind of make your impact with your bigger or small guild. But like, yeah, I, I just think, I don't know. And I will say too, like, kind of the thing, like Dark Age, like I really loved like Dark Ages PvP because honestly, <laughs> it really wasn't like overly balanced. Like when we were talking about like realm versus realm. Um, but like that, like some of my most memorable moments, um, and I, I was pretty young playing Dark Age, but like, I remember like being sieged like in a castle or, or like you know some structure and just like being outnumbered and like like to me like you know it was being outnumbered and like kind of like having to go up against something that was a little bit like imbalanced that that made it more interesting like you know because we ended up like I remember like winning like you know a battle like that and it's like that makes it so much like I remember that like you know like a decade more later just because it was like so interesting like uh, even though we were outnumbered and kind of outclassed like we we still ended up winning it nonetheless so like I, I'm I think stuff like that you know is going to be like you said there's there's like a fine tuning thing but like I don't think everything has to be perfectly you know kind of vanilla and like everything has to be like fair all the time like sometimes like it not being 100% fair, it can lead to like some interesting situations too, I think. Oh yeah, there's no situation where anything is fair. I just think they need to have some areas where it can just feel a little bit more fair. Like, I'm not opposed to the Zerg versus Zerg yeah. stuff. Like, I love big siege battles. All of that is fun. Like I said, you said in Dark Age, you you know, we defended a keep with less people and they had attack and, and, it, and it feels good. But it's like, do you have the tools there for that to happen? And I mean, some of it's skill, some of it's, you know, cleverness, you know, setting up a, setting up a siege, like, it, like you would set up a catapult or something and shoot your own door and it would damage them at the door or right. stuff. Let's create little silly things like that can tilt the tide, but it's also, you know, I mean, you'd, have, you'd also have parties roaming around just a five man making a group speeding around the zone scouting out and i mean there's a ton of things you can do in pvp that can that you can try to benefit yeah we even saw like a little bit of that too like in the the video where like steven i think he was playing like a ranger and like he was like kind of like semi-invisible and like so he was scouting like i like i love all that like to me that makes it so much more like it's not just like like i said it's not just team deathmatch we're loading into a battleground all right it's 20 v 20 or whatever and we just you know run our faces into each other like there's like there's different things like whether it's like a rogue like you know going invisible and kind of scouting ahead and you know that information making a difference or um like i remember in dark age like there was like you know visible characters they might like sneak in and like you could you know, kill like a backline caster and like stuff like that can make a big difference so like, like to me that that makes a lot more interesting pvp and i guess kind of like diving into that a little bit like one of the things um they've talked about with ashes or creation is it's, it's really focused on the idea of balancing towards like group pvp um which is you know it's kind of interesting you know we think a lot of i think a lot of times you know with like a mainstream like a wow you know world of warcraft that like you know they spend so much time balancing and, you know, there's always going to be metas, regardless of how much balancing you do. So, like, I kind of like the idea of, like, you know, focusing more on, like, balancing towards, like, group PvP. Like, oh, you know, like, rangers are having too much impact overall on fights. So we need to we need to make them a little bit more balanced to make the group more balanced. So, I don't know, like, your thoughts on, like, balancing more towards, like, group PvP versus, like, kind of, like, one-on-one -on -one PvP? Um, I would... 
if if I were making an MMO, I think balancing around one v one is just not it's not doable like no. there's no way it's, doable. <laughs> it's it impossible just, yeah it's impossible basically from what i know blizzard balanced pvp and world of warcraft around 3v3 arena which i don't know if it was the best call but like i said i'm not a developer so it really depends on the game like if 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 like a lot of people, I know one thing about playing MMOs for so long is people hate being nerfed. Yeah. Right? So, with that being said, it's better, in my opinion, to buff other classes before throwing the nerf bat out. Like, the nerf bat should only be used in extreme circumstances. Like, I don't know, a ranger's ability is bugged and it one-shots every time or something like that. That's understandable. That's not really a nerf either. That's a bug fix because these things do happen. But like, like, like you said, rangers from what we saw in the PvP looked really strong. But it was also a couple of rangers shooting one guy. He got deleted. But I mean, usually that's what happens in large scale PvP. Is if you have a bunch of people targeting one dude, he's gonna get melted. So I mean, it's really hard to tell. The game should be just it's balancing an open world game is something i couldn't even fathom because all the what if scenarios you have to put into it are absolutely ridiculous so my hope is they kind of try their hardest to balance it around open world pvp which is very hard to do obviously yeah so how they do it is really up to them and they're very good at taking feedback so i I do think over time, you know, as we get out of alpha and further down the line, they, they probably, they'll get better at it. It's, it's, it's not, it's not an easy job to do. Like we'll see in alpha two when it, it launches, how crazy it will be. And then, you know, they'll, they'll start seeing what they need to do and they'll yeah. get better at it. And it's never going to be perfect. Like we know that, like we've played enough games with, you know, whether it's like more like arena type shooters, you know, like with like, Overwatch games, you know, stuff like that, where it's like you're you're never gonna balance everything. It's it's literally impossible. It's more like for me with balancing, it's more just like are you actively like taking feedback from the community, which obviously it seems like they are, um, you know, just in general. I'm sure they will as well when you know they actually get into the balancing of classes and stuff like that. Um, are you are you trying to like mix things up a little bit too? Um, you know, like sometimes in like some games like you just end up on the same meta for like sometimes years so like are you trying to like mix it up a little bit give some variety like some other builds um like i think like specialization too like in pvp like not the idea like oh like i have to be able to like the only way we balance is based on how much damage you output like we said like there's there can be other roles too like maybe you have a build that's really for a rogue that's just purely based on like stealth and really being able to get out of situations and like a scout so like now you're not even like it doesn't even matter like what the the combat pvp balances like you're just focused on making some other roles too that you can kind of fill um as well and i know like we kind of had some debate like before did we even want to like talk about this um because again it's it's going to change um they've already said like you know it's time to kill which you know is usually a big deal not not only in um mmos but like you hear about like in call of duty all the time like from every call of duty it's like oh the time to kill is too long it's too short like it's, it seems to me there's never like a, a fine 
I guess, like a perfect metric, like whether it's too long or too short. <laughs> but I don't know. Did you just based on like like your overall thoughts, like, I don't know. Do you prefer like a like a shorter time to kill like in an MMO? Do you prefer like a longer time to kill? Does it matter? Well, I just wanted to follow up on one thing you said about, you know, uh, classes and balancing. Um, yeah. I think I think class identity is very important yes. in MMOs. Um, I feel like um, I'm not trying to bash Blizzard. I love Blizzard, right? There's a lot of great devs there. Yeah. I just feel like over time, a lot of the classes kind of feel too samey, I guess, if you want to say it. It feels yeah. like... It, it's it's just like the class identity has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller over yeah. the years and like i feel like if like if i'm a i'm a ranger like I'd, i i want to have cool toys that no one else has obviously right. you want them to be balanced and not broken so again that's another thing but class identity i believe is extremely important in games yeah like this so. i i definitely agree like I, one of the things that i've always kind of disliked about like i feel like the modern mmo like modern attempts at the mmo is like it's like oh like every every class has like a lot of healing right that they can do on themselves now or like every class has like like i don't know cc abilities and like i don't know for me like that like class identity is really like i want to like even if it like gives me some like drawback like you know if i'm a ranger and like maybe i just i really suck like up close there's like not a lot of like melee options for me I'm, I, like, I'm fine with that so long as like i have that like feeling of like hey like i'm like i'm in the back like i'm a sniper you know like so i like i think that that's a good point like is just like it's balancing more around like those class identities giving like each class like you know a unique feeling and that'll be kind of interesting with ashes too because there's going to be a lot of overlap between clashes right because you have your primary class and your secondary class so it'll be kind of interesting to see how they kind of all figure that out yeah i i think that's that's good like it may be a little when alpha 2 starts you're gonna see a little you know some broken combinations but you know i mean that's why it's an alpha you know you know we get in there and we see what's broken so they can fix it yeah and i just want every class to feel in in some way unique <laughs> like they kind of posted like that meme video of like a bard but like that's that's kind of what I wanted to feel like. I want like you know a class to feel special like in its own way, um, and to kind of have like every class should have some like badass ability that you can use or something that's special to it that makes it that class. So I'm, I'm hoping they stick with that for for PvP and kind of give you that feeling. But um, I don't know if you had any thoughts on on time to kill. If you didn't care, you wanted to move on. But um, on time to kill in an MMO. I mean, I could give my opinion on it, but I feel like everyone has their own opinion on it. And just for my sake, I have experienced, like I said, I played WoW for 20 years, and I've experienced WoW when people would be two-shotted, and I experienced WoW when everyone was a tank, a healer, and a DPS <laughs> at once yeah. in one expansion called Legion, where PvP, to me, was not so good. You couldn't kill anyone because they could all heal, and they were all tanks and it was just it was silly so it's really it's really about it's really more about the world like should like a fast time to kill can be good against zergs like if you're a smaller group because then if you're really good at you know 
targeting the same like if you're a really tight group you can you know blow up people fast and maybe tilt the tide in your favor whereas a long time to kill it kind of benefits zergs because you know you have more people and you can you know just stack them up on people and mow them down so it's really really hard to get any baron on time to kill i do think it's an important thing for games and a lot of people talk about it in games like Call of Duty and MMOs. I feel like I don't think we're there yet. It is a little fast based on the video we saw, but I I kind of kind of have to experience it myself to really good be a good judgment. On yeah, it. I definitely agree. Like I said, we're not like trying to be like because like I said it's gonna change, right? And like who knows? Like we know like the Ranger has been kind of developed and like some of the other classes like the Mage, but like. We just don't know, like, like, is the tank fully fleshed out yet? So maybe maybe if the tank's not fully fleshed out, then the combat's going to be a lot different, you know, later on once they kind of develop that class more. So like, there's a lot of unknowns. I would say overall, I'm kind of, I've always been, like, in the middle for, for stuff, like, time to kill. You know, too fast and, like, you know, it can feel like you're just going out there and getting one shot, which is not fun. Um, and too too long, and then it just becomes, you know, kind of like this long, drawn-out event that doesn't feel great. Um, I will say a lot of the, like the thing that I'm more interested in um, for, I think will make a big difference for PVP is like, you know, the downsides to PVP, um, things like how do reses work? How does respawning work? What's the penalty for PVP? Because like, even though like penalties and stuff like that can be frustrating, like I, I think they add again, the kind of like that weight to PVPing like, so like, I can't just literally like spam respawn and like push my face into like a caravan over and over and over again until I finally like maybe like get lucky and get a kill or whatever, you know? And like, so I think like stuff like that's going to be really important. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm curious to see, again, we don't know really much about it yet, but like to me, I think that's going to be just as important as time to kill. It's like, how are some of those mechanics like reses and respawning and kind of like um, negative effects, you know, associated with people. How are those going to work more so than just like time to kill? Here, let me give you my two cents on this because this these are very important things. Like, one, I'm going to tell you one thing. People do not like waiting to get back in the battle. <laughs> no. That is a known. They don't like running halfway across the zone to get back in the battle. Two, if you have caravan type PvP like we've seen, right? having people res too close will also give attackers an advantage so right. it's a real fine balance of like and like mm -hmm. i said you could also have people resed you know maybe you attack them and one of their healers ran away and they res up the whole team you're gonna have to make you're gonna have to make it take a little time to res them otherwise you know if they can get back into the battle too fast i mean the team with a caravan may be at a disadvantage so again it's like people don't like waiting to get back like pvp it's always going to be the most controversial part of a game because everyone has, like I said, their own takes. But I can tell you one thing is people just don't like wait, waiting to get back into the battle. Especially if you are, maybe your caravan gets wiped and maybe there is a chance you can get it back. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. It's, I don't envy, that's why I don't, I would never be a game developer because like I just... No matter what you do, you're, you're going to make someone, someone's going to be upset, right? If, if you make like the, the penalties too harsh for PVP, 
Um, you know, some people are going to, you know, dislike that, but if you make it too easy or, you know, not harsh enough, then people are just going to get frustrated by like getting, you know, spammed, like trying to run a caravan by people that just keep running back into them. So it's so no clear answer. Um, but yeah, I do think there is definitely like, a, there's hopefully through Alpha 2, like a lot of balancing and like figuring that out. Um, one, one more thing and, and really like, I just bring it up cause it's like always like a hot topic. I saw people in the ashes forum talking about, um, you know, crowd control and, you know, we've seen some stuff like with the Ranger, uh, preview, like they're going to have traps. Um, I know like the mage had like a sleep ability. I was watching that recently. So I'm like curious, like, cause it's kind of like, it can really make or break your game. Like CC abilities, crowd control effects. You know, in crowd control, if you're not familiar, is either generally like stopping movement of a player. Sometimes it's stopping, you know, actions or abilities. Um, you know, and I think like fundamentally, like nobody wants to lose control of their character. Nobody wants to not be able to like, you know, interact or like play the game essentially. So like, I don't know, like, and this is just kind of like us giving like our thoughts and our feedback. Not not necessarily on what we saw because you know the, the PvP was really chaotic. So. Like we may not have even seen it, and again, of course, it's not balanced yet. But like, like, what are your thoughts on like crowd control? Like, how you're giving feedback to the devs? Like, what's what would you like to see as far as like CC and crowd control? As far as you know, as, as it goes to PvP. So based on all my years in WoW, I'm gonna tell you that one people, the one thing that people hate the most is a crowd control that makes your character just run off into the void. Yeah, which and is like the warlock, right? Fear. fear. Yeah. <laughs> fear, you would get feared. Your character would just beeline in a random direction most right. of the time. Sometimes that direction was based on where the fear was cast. Like, I think if a priest, like, was, like, if there was five people in a certain area around you and you cast fear, it would send them straight like in the direction like the priest would be the center of that cast and they would run in a direction whatever based on wherever the priest would be so people don't like that from um yeah people also don't like being cc'd for long durations yeah and I, i'm just gonna throw in there i hate cc like it's like and again i'm not like the you know i haven't played like you know 19 years in wow and like had a ton of pv experience in that game but like just in, like even like a game like overwatch like <laughs> one of the reasons like I hated playing tank in overwatch was because of crowd control like cc effects like just like jumping in there and then it's like oh like i'm stunned for like five seconds and then oh like another character like blocks my abilities so like for me it's gonna be really crucial to like and i understand like there's like necessary components for like cc like like a mage does need like some way to like stop somebody or slow somebody because if not they're just gonna get like you know, charged and like killed immediately right because they're weaker but like I think like <laughs> it's one of those things where I'd have I'd rather have a lot less CC I think than than more CC and then maybe they can kind of like hopefully tweak and balance it from there. Yeah, it really depends on the CC and the counters. Like, like, like can you dispel the CC? Maybe um, you also don't want CC to be useless at the same time as you don't want it to be too good. I mean, again, it's this fine line like everything has that you can never get right with CC. It's like, yeah. It's either too strong or it sucks. Yeah. It's very hard to find any CC where it's in between. Like like I said, the CC where you're... There's different kinds of CT, CC to, like, full CC where, like, if you were polymorphed in World of Warcraft, that's, you know... <laughs> you can't do anything. You just walk around as a little sheep. Uh -huh. That's complete 
character control loss, but you stay stationary, and then there's fear, which makes you run off into the void, and you have complete c character control loss also. But then there's CC, like, roots, where it, you can still, you know, if you're a ranger, if you get rooted, you can still fire at people in yeah. range, which is a CC, but I would call it, like, a half CC. It's like, you can still use your abilities, but you can't move type of deal. Yeah. And, and then there's, I mean, you can even have even sillier CCs like silence where like, you know, you, you interrupt their ability and they just can't cast for X amount of time, but they can still move around. So, yeah. And I think that all plays in like, like how many types of CC, what types of CC, right? <laughs> there was like nothing like I hated, like from when I did play WoW, like getting feared by a warlock was like the most annoying thing. Especially like if you was like if you were like on a PvP server and it could happen anywhere. Like I remember just getting like feared and then like running into like you know elite mob and dying. Like so stuff like that can be really frustrating. But um, I don't know. It's just it's gonna be interesting. I like I said I think that's kind of like if I've realized anything from us talking is like everything is like a fine line. Um, especially with uh you know MMO because you know everything you do like has like such a big effect like down the line you know whether we're talking about like pvp or economy and stuff like that so like I, I really just i don't envy them um i am excited that they seem so engaged in like getting some community feedback on things like e even just like the developer updates like they have they want feedback for that like hey does this this look okay like even if it's not balanced yet even if it's not you know we're not there yet so like stuff like that's really um you know kind of interesting and i'm kind of curious to see how how that is rolling along here like do you have any other before we kind of like finish up and get into our final thoughts anything else on pvp that you want to talk about or discuss i mean not really it's just about that fine line and that line is always going to be like i said like you said you don't envy the devs and because they they always have to balance this fine line right yeah it's, and uh, it's hard um, <laughs> it's it's really hard so i i don't know yeah we we just like we're big fans um and we're just really just doing this podcast for fun because like we're really both like interested in ashes like especially as of late like i've i've subscribed to the ashes newsletter forever but like i definitely like the the caravan like uh update really piqued my interest and now i'm like going back and watching a lot of other videos um you know dev updates and things that i miss so i'm just really excited honestly more than anything i think and like what's to come and like um you know i don't know if like the game seems like it's it's made a lot of progress um i played like the it was like apoc it was like the banner royale and obviously like you know that was like you know a different thing they were doing they were trying some new stuff um and so like i think like you know it, they've shown a lot of growth there's a lot of good stuff going on so i'm really just kind of excited to see you know what they where they kind of take things from here oh definitely very excited to see where they go very excited to see what kind of feedback they take to heart they seem to listen to as much as they can which is great obviously yeah not all feedback people are going to agree with the devs might yeah. not agree with it but they they do seem to do a really good job at listening yeah feedback um like i said just don't get mad if, if they don't think your idea would be good for their game yeah that's I mean, all like you know be chill yeah i mean that's that's what we're all about like and like because at the end of the day like too we we don't know like there's 
you know like i always like think about like like when i'm having fun in a game like there's like immediate fun right and then there's like long-term fun and like sometimes you have to make decisions that maybe aren't as fun like early on like oh i gotta like grind and unlock this skill but like that that can be like a sense of long-term fun even if there's not like the immediate fun so like there's there's like all types of things that are like trying to balance and i'm not trying to make excuses for them um we're we're going to be constructive and, and offer you know constructive criticism where we you know you know based on our experiences but um at the end of the day i think we're just both excited you know they, they have a lot like to to do and there's a lot on their plate and alpha twos around the corner so I think we're just excited. I think we're both just kind of interested in the game and excited to kind of talk about it more. Yeah, keep, like they say, if they keep the transparency up, that's exactly the way to go. I mean, be yeah. open, do the best you can. Knowing, I mean, some people do expect perfection, but they're don't 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 count them in on that. You know, just you know, just listen to the reasonable voices. There's a lot of reasonable people out there. Yeah, and, you know, some people make a big deal out of silly things, and you know, I mean, devs know how to, devs know how this works. So, I mean, I think they will, as yeah. long as they're transparent and and open, I think they will do a good job. Yeah, and you know, I think like the best devs these days are the ones that take in the feedback, and then even if it's not all, you know, maybe good feedback or right for the game, like you know, sorting through the feedback and figuring out what's what's right for the game, what's not. Um, I think that'll be really, really big too. And it seems like they're they're doing a pretty good job at it. So I think that's it. I think what's that kind of wraps up our, our first podcast here. Um, hopefully you enjoyed I Am Frenzy along with my brother Subjective. Um, we're just you know, two brothers talking about him what we're excited about. Um, first episode. So um, expect this to be available on your, hopefully your favorite podcast service, Spotify, Apple, um, if you enjoyed it, uh, we are really interested in getting some of your all feedback. We like feedback. We want comments. Uh, hopefully, you know, give us constructive feedback too. Let us know, like, if you have questions. We'd love to have, like, a Q&A segment if, if people do find some interest in this podcast and things that you want us to kind of, you know, we, we got a lot of experience playing MMOs, um, especially sub. Um, and I've just played a lot of different MMOs. Um, so if there's certain things you'd like us to talk about, I think like going forward, our plan is maybe to kind of, you know, we'd like to do the developer update and talk about that monthly, but also have maybe like a weekly podcast, maybe talking about other systems and ashes or just kind of like different things we're interested in related to MMOs and kind of tying that into ashes as well. So like to see that, let us know. Uh, if you check out the description, we plan to have a discord as well as some other avenues where you can um, give us some feedback, some comments, all that good stuff. So hopefully you've enjoyed watching our, f- or, or what listening to our first podcast here. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's it for us. We're, we're signing out here. Thanks for listening. Peace out.